Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Dream Stream Podcast, your dream work podcast. I am Yiska Cook. And I am Ellen Ronis. Hi, Ellen. Always such a pleasure. Same. So let's just go right into it. I know you're busy. I think you're traveling very, very soon. Mm-hmm. When? when well, not, not for like a, a week and a half, half, I guess. That's close enough to always. Yeah, like nine. To, it is close enough. Fall anxiety. Totally. For packing, you know, you get full on. Yes, yes. I'm a list person. Yes, I make, I have a list of things like on my refrigerator. Yeah, no, I'm in full on like OCD mode, which okay. I really yeah. I'm like, I think I have some OCD. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I get things done. <laughs> oh, anyway. That's great. So I have, so this is just a fragment. And as we always talk about, Ellen, we say sometimes fragments really take you so much deeper. And mm-hmm. then I think that's when you put your, imagination to the task of yeah unpacking it yeah so so i had a dream that someone is closing slash fixing my earrings without being asked and i think wow someone thought to do that and i'm explaining to the person or people that they are melted down not from india but from kingston and that, was, and that was that whole fragment. Wow. So, so cl- clarifying question, were these earrings in your ears and somebody was coming and fixing them? It's these earrings and, uh-huh. and they're not quite clicked together. Uh-huh. And I, and well, I can't do it, but mm-hmm. someone like didn't even ask. Uh-huh. They but I wasn't your offended. Person, like on your person. They, they came right up to me. Yeah. And okay. See, you can kind of see. Yeah, it's not closed all the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so um, and and I, I really feel when we ask, what do I want to know? I really want to know about the, and I had the word smelding, in mind. So I'd like to. Smelding is an Smelding action. is smelding a word. I don't think so, but you know, <laughs> I'm I'm all about making up words. So if that okay, but it, you know, it has now. to make sense to you. So <laughs> it's a word now. All right, so so that's the dream. Yeah. So okay. So that so they kind of invaded your space. That's my projection. Yeah. But also, <clears throat> they were helping you do they something that you me. actually in waking life have a hard time doing yourself. Oh, I wouldn't be able. I and I and that's why. <laughs> That's why, like, the wider part is through. Yes. Narrow it is. And I'm yeah. just... So but I, so yeah. In the, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, mm-hmm. I was just agreeing, and I was going to... Oh. Mm-hmm. So in, in the dream, how did you feel when that person was doing that? I was, I was, well, I was surprised that they had noticed that, because I have a lot of hair, you know. <laughs> but I also was grateful, and... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I felt almost like this wouldn't be okay for someone to invade my space, as as you're mm-hmm. saying. Um, <clears throat> but they were just they weren't doing it as an aggressive, you know, act. They were doing it as a helpful act. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. um, what was the thing that came after that? Um, so after that, oh, the thing about the Kingston that they're melded down from. Yes. I'm explaining they are. Oh, it says here. This is my my new. This is the new Freudian slip. <laughs> it's like voice to text. It says here melted. Explaining they are melted down. Gold, not from India, but from Kingston. That's interesting. Oh, interesting. What what does that mean to you, like, to have it be from India versus Kingston? Well, I I have had, I think, like, two people come up to me, you know, as I wear these, and say, oh, is this from India? Because I guess oh, okay. India, they melt down gold. Oh, okay. Um, and, and, but uh, this, I had done, my friend was wearing this pair, actually. And I loved it so much that she has a person in Kingston who melts down gold, like older gold jewelry, into new shapes. Okay. So okay, um, so there's some there's some uh, reality check there. There's actually something right. that, that, right. that could happen or have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I've never been to India, you know. But I have been to Kingston, New York. <laughs> yes, I'm sure you have. Um, so how did you feel when you woke up? Um, when I woke up, I was also aware there was another fragment that I'm not recalling. And my first thought was like, record it. You know, right? It, was, it wasn't even like, I didn't really feel anything necessarily towards the dream. I just was feeling towards my dream recall. Yeah get it down yeah I've had that too before where it's like I, I don't know how I'm, I just want to write it down yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, okay yeah I don't know my hit I mean just what I said like the first way that I felt when you were sharing the dream is like that's such personal space and yeah. he, but but the person's trying to help me yeah like is there another way that that could happen it almost felt like like I am so grateful for all the love one can have in one's life it almost felt like the the smothering like like hmm. mother or like you know yeah, like a micro detail of something know, right yeah. like like uh oh uh, let me fix that for you you know <laughs> right right and I just want to say I do not have a manipulative mother and actually my mother passed away in 1995 so it's not and that's part of a reality check also mm -hmm. it was also like it was I don't want to say who it was almost like because I encourage my loved ones to listen to this podcast <laughs> yeah yeah so um but it did feel that way like you know like you might imagine uh, like an old relative who has like too much powdery perfume on and red lipstick and grabs the kid and kisses the red yes, lipstick on the cheek. Totally, totally. That's kind of exactly the image. Yeah. Let me, oh, take this out of your eye or here. Exactly. Like, yeah. Like, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> God. Like your eyelid. 
Uh, let me put that let me like it's like a con almost a control thing it is isn't it right it's like it's i'm not helping you i'm like really controlling something that makes me uncomfortable because your earring is like un unfinished yeah like, right, so like, oh, right i'm fine with that like i'm fine with it the earring's staying in my ear so i had a funny incident um over labor day i went to my sister and her husband's family's country home in Red Hook. And um, and, a, and a friend of theirs was there. And my sister introduced him and said, he's, let's see, I want to change his name. Um, Tony. He's Tony. She's like, this is Lumberyard Tony. It's not this Tony. It's not that Tony. It's Lumberyard Tony. And I, and I, I guess I was only half listening. Because when I met him and I'm like, oh, you're... Your junkyard Tony, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "What?" You know, like, lumberjar, but lumberyard is so much more, you know, official yeah. things, you know. And I was like, "Oh, I just picture you in a scrapyard <laughs> with like old car pieces." But I kept saying to him, "Like, I mean, no judgment, you know. That's I, I." And then we, then we were singing. Bad Levi Brown. <laughs> is it is that related to the dream at all, or um, just something that happened random? I I I think now actually it might be related, right? Uh, okay, can you, you say more about that? Okay. Um, well, there was a lot of things that happened on that Labor Day, um, mm -hmm. family related that were um. that were about family relations you know and um i once read such an amazing book about that it's that Jungian psychologist's name who wrote about i think she has a book about anger and another one about family dynamics like triangulation well, I don't Her, harriet learner yes mm -hmm. very good <laughs> thank you <laughs> so um yes of anger yeah so there was not not anger wasn't the identifiable feeling, but there was some family stuff playing out, mm -hmm. and um, and so it feels similar in that mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 Is there anything you would have done differently in the dream or like would want, you know? Oh. Like, would you have said something to the I, person? You know, like, you know, right. It's almost like back out. It's like totally yeah. in, in the space. Um, again, it feels like a family dynamic. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good to, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's almost good enough to have make meaning. <laughs> yeah. Make yeah. meaning. It's like, yeah. Okay. Anything so, else you want to know about it? Or? Um, well, I want to know about gold, like like spinning gold into straw, like that fairy tale image, because it's like smelting gold into a hoop earring. You know, it's like um so it feels magical in that way. And that would be rumple stillskin. The fairy tale, but still. I don't know. I don't know the the those things. I don't know what do you call them fairy tales that well. But I'm okay. looking at the word smelting because I don't think it's a word. But 
But I'm going to tell you the story of Rumpelstiltskin. So, smelting. Sorry. Smelting? What is that? Is a process by which a metal metal is obtained either as the element or as a simple compound from its ore by heating beyond the melting point. Okay, that's what I was so talking about. No. You're you're combining melding and yeah. and smelting in one okay. way. Yes. Know, it's like an alchemical process, right? Yeah. Turning, turning one metal into another or something. Exactly. Yeah, alchemical process. That's cool. Yeah. So the gist of Rumpelstiltskin which I feel I need to tell you because it's a fairy tale that All right. I should know. So there's a, okay, how does this work? There's a, there's a powerful king and um, he wants, let's see, he sees this maiden when he's hunting in the woods. And um, I'm sorry, I don't remember how he thinks she's magical. Somehow he thinks she's magical. <laughs> And he locks her up in the tower, the palace tower, and and says, by the morning, you must spin all of the straw into gold. Oh, I remember her father, the farmer, started boasting, made it up. It was a lie. My daughter is so, you know, magical. She can do this. And then the king gets word of that and then grabs her and puts her in the tower with a lot of um, of straw and she's crying and doesn't know, how do you do this? How do you, you know, make, and this little man shows up and he's um, like got a pointy hat and like, just really scary in my childhood book, <laughs> which I might still have because it was that, you know, startling to me what Rumpelstiltskin looked like. Um, and, and then he, so he spins, oh, he says, what will you give to me if I spin all of this straw into gold? And she says, my ring or whatever. And so he, he spins it into gold and goes away. And in the morning, the king comes back and he's like, oh, okay, good. Like, I will let you live. And the next day he brings even more straw into the room and locks her in the turret again. And she says, oh, what will I do? How will I do this? And again, that little man, Rumpelstiltskin, spins it for her. What will you give me? She gives him her bracelet. Now, a third time, this creepy little dude <laughs> comes and, um, and she has even more straw to spin. And he said he wanted her to promise him her firstborn child because she was going to marry the king and um and she says no no i don't want to do that and he says well the only way i'll let you out of it if you if you can guess my name right and then there's this whole thing with jack you know <laughs> harry whatever whatever every name and she can't think of oh she sends out she sends out people footmen to find all the names of all the people in the kingdom and she's trying every name, every name, every name. And then it's it so happens that one of the footmen hears some singing and smell a campfire in the woods. And a little man is dancing around the fire saying, my name is Rumpelstiltskin. Rumpelstiltskin is my name. And tells the girl, 
uh, soon to be the princess. And um, and so when he comes back, she guesses, you know, just random names. No, that's not it. And that's not it. And then she says, Rumpelstiltskin. And he screams. And in my childhood storybook, <laughs> it looks like he's just just pulled into the ground and never heard it from again. Isn't he the one that sleeps forever or something? Rumple still sleeps. No, that's Rip Van Winkle. Oh, Rip Van Winkle. I'm not going to get into <laughs> I told you I didn't know. Our listeners are good enough to let me be the kindergarten teacher that I yeah. am. No, 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 no. No more stories. <laughs> <laughs> okay you, you had a uh, a fra fragment or i did have a fragment but i just want to make sure that we're you know we're clear or it does does that does that does that dream uh, like correspond to the story you just told like is oh, there some connection um spinning spinning something the al the alchemical process that's right, spinning, the alchemical spinning process that's yeah. how it relates <laughs> straw into gold yeah so maybe there's something you know in that like that there's something in the right um, meld smelding whatever word you're using right uh, like something to that since that was a word that came uh, to you in the dream that 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 it, there's that it's about turning something into something else yes that could just be in so many ways you know it could be mm. doing it differently like telling that person to kind of back off or yeah. whatever or it could just mean like in life like what do I want to do differently how do I want to create you know mm -hmm. something new out of something old okay maybe I see that but image I had with the smelting is um you know at all the um Epworth <laughs> county fairs not not county fair but a little fairs that we had in High Falls um there was a person working with wrought iron over a very hot fire on an anvil and he was, you know, hammering it and sparks were flying. And um, that was, that's the, the image I had about smelting. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like to me, it just feels like you're yeah, recreating something, right? Melting, yeah. melting a metal into another form is yeah. really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. So yeah, I'll be interested maybe. to see what, that something something new it feels like something new yes um and we are in the new year coming up soon the jewish new year yes oh yes we are yeah 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 i hope that was helpful hope that it was very helpful yeah you know and, and you know it's interesting because i have a visceral reaction to that story the book the book i had mm -hmm. You know, his little slinky self and like his, his, his clothes were bigger than his body and they were little knots and he just seemed like a scary little guy. You mm -hmm. know? And, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm even feeling a little nervous right now, like a little brush of remembering how hmm. you feel. Hmm. So, um, yeah, that sounds kind of telling somehow that, that you're having like a visceral feeling about it. Yeah, like that it's, a, it feels. it's important somehow. I don't know what it means. Yeah. Like no, but just that it's important to look to look at what it might mean if it's if it's if you're having that kind of visceral sense that it's like yeah. there's something there's something in it. Right. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. Well, my baby yeah. started the eighth grade yesterday. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, God. You know. Growing up so fast. Maybe it has to do with that. How am I going to protect my baby? <laughs> I'm going to go growing up. <laughs> that dream doesn't seem anything of that sort. Oh, no, the <laughs> but story. The story. Oh, the story. Oh, yeah. With the creepy, uh, the creepy, the creepy right. guy. Yeah. Um, new boss, same as the old boss. <laughs> I don't uh -huh. know. When something stays with me, it feels like, okay, here we go again. Like around, I have to learn around this cycle. I don't know what I have to learn, but it's clearly it's something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what either. I don't I don't have any much more to offer about that, but um I think I have that book. I might not, you know, I might just be seared in my memory. I mean, I have the book, but I might and um yeah, I don't know. It's it was so fearsome to me as a child mm -hmm. that I I I was really I didn't even really like having that book in my bedroom. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It like a, yeah. a real fear. And, um, and yeah, it's, it's good to look at that. Yeah. Yeah. See what all, what all that symbology means turn, mm -hmm. you know, the alchemical process of turning something into something else or. Yeah. And maybe also the fact that it was like specifically from Kingston, not from India, that it's something close to home. I, that, I was thinking that too. Say more about that, please. I don't know. Just, you know, something that's closer in, closer into yourself, closer yes. into what's true for you 20 here. Minutes not a global. Car or 20 hours on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like maybe something inside yourself, you know, that's, that's shifting and changing or. Or maybe you don't have to go so far. You don't have to go so far out, you know, to find yeah. what you're looking for, to find the gold. Oh, to find the, oh my God. To find the transformation. Uh huh. Huge. Mm -hmm. Or as Bernie Sanders would say, huge. 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 <laughs> um, oh my gosh. So, so I just got such a hit on that. Yeah. My mother. Yeah. My lovely deceased mother, who I spoke about, used to say to me, Jess, what are you looking for? Ever, ever the seeker. What are you looking for? Don't you know you can only find it within? And at the time, I was in my early 20s. And no, I didn't know that. I looked many, many places for that elusive thing that I was looking for. And, um, but it comes back to that's so true mm -hmm. yeah mm. the only ones who can actually do it or at least we know we have we can look for help but it's right there yes not so far off i like that right and also if i looked at it in um in a spiritual way um it, right the people go to india as seekers uh huh. At the piece of myself as a seeker. Yeah. You know, here at home. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes sense too. Yeah, that that gets me a little like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Wow, that's profound, right? We don't have to go all over the place and do read a million things and go somewhere, you know, go to some guru somewhere. It's like right. we really have what it takes right here. That's right. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's a great reminder, you know, for me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that says nothing about the magic of Ireland that you're going to in a couple of days. I'm going to Ireland. Yeah. Well, I've been so in the minutia of what it is to travel and, you know, take care of your life here and take care of all the things and make sure, you know, try. So I feel like I've been in like this OCD control mode of trying to like get, you know, details of things that, you know, whatever, like I said earlier, I'm, I'm good at that sort of thing. And I, you yeah, know, organizing. I'm, I'm organized and I'm very, usually very prepared, you know, but like we can't prepare for a lot of things. Yeah, yes. What's happening is, is I'm so in that, I'm calling it OCD. I don't really yeah. think I have OCD, but just, you know, and I don't mean any disrespect for those. Who preparedness, perhaps. I know it's, a, it's a real thing. Um, but I think it's yeah. a real thing and you do have OCD. I don't know that this is OCD. I don't know if I have OCD. I have ADHD. Oh, you have ADHD. Which sometimes comes out in that micromanagey, like like a little detail thing. So uh, it can right. be a symptom oh. of ADHD, but I don't necessarily, have, I've never been diagnosed with OCD and I don't actually think I have that, but- You need the DSM. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm pretty sure I don't, but anyway. Um, so I, I mean, I'm, I'm back, I'm you know, when myself. I say that. I'm not, uh, saying, not telling you to read it. I'm telling myself to. Because there's a lot that I don't know uh, these these psychiatric differences. Oh, uh huh. No, so I need to. Yeah. Well, I I know because I have you know some of that stuff. So, <laughs> but, <laughs> and I know I have people who have those things. So, yeah. um. Anyway, uh, just to say that, yeah. So that's that's all about that. And um. And you know, I'm I'm looking forward to kind of shifting my energy so that I can actually be present in the excitement and in the like. Wow, I'm going on an adventure, and I'm starting to get there. But, um. Yeah. I, I, I also tend to kind of withdraw from the world a little bit when I travel for a few weeks because I don't awesome. want to get a get a cold. I don't want to get COVID. I want to make sure I'm healthy. So I stop things that feel good to me, like do going to my dance classes and going to my five rhythms thing, which are the things that are the most magical for me and work for my well-being. I'm not doing them because there's so many, there's like 50 people in a room, like moving right. around dancing. So I, I don't, I'm not wearing a mask oh. and I just, so I haven't been going. So the, those are the places where I actually am able to um, deal with the energetics of, you know, all of these things like ADHD and anxiety. Like it's so helpful to move and dance and kind of get it embodied. And then I feel better, but I haven't been doing them. So yeah. I'm just acting out. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Is there a dance community, Ellen, where you're going? Is there some sort of oh, I'm not going to be able to. I don't probably not and um maybe there would be but I'm not it's not that kind of, it's a trip where I'm just doing a certain thing like I'm not you know people keep saying oh you should go here and oh 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 this is that writing workshop no it's it's an art it's an art workshop art oh. art and spirit is what she calls her retreats art and spirit retreats so oh it's you know, the woman you went to school with no it's somebody that I've done <laughs> workshops with before I've done a lot of workshops with yeah. her before yeah She's she's in the Hudson Valley. Her name is Melissa Harris, and she's an artist, and she oh, does these art retreats. And love that for you. 
<laughs> yeah. So, so there's going to be a lot of, you know, I mean, we will get up to different things and go out in the world and explore, but there's definitely going to be some time where we're in a, like a very beautiful place, but we'll be in and painting inside and then we'll be outside painting and then we'll be visiting and going to a pub, I'm sure, and hearing music and doing You mean you're that. not going to rent a bicycle and pedal across Ireland? No, I would love to do that though. I someday. bet you would, right? That's Absolutely would love to do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, the uh, ironic thing is, I think I might've said this in our last podcast is that, you know, Tim, my ex-husband yeah. um, passed away uh, about, a, I don't know, whatever, five weeks ago now, six weeks yeah. maybe. And he and I, when we were married right away, we were like, let's go to Ireland. Like we really wanted to go to Ireland together, but we wanted to do it that way, like on the bike, hiking or the bike. And those kind of tours are so pricey. We just couldn't ever find a way to make it work. Then he died and now I'm going. Which is why I feel like this is going to be an incredible. There's nothing to do with him, honestly. No, it has only to do with you. And yeah, but it's just kind of interesting. Hard. Yeah. No, I, I would go, it doesn't, I'm not saying it has anything to do with him. I'm just, um, I'm just feeling if it was my situation, I might want to stay open to the fact that maybe there is a piece of him that now it can get fulfilled that I'm going to Ireland. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I mean, we yeah. are, we are, we are. Yeah. There is a, there has been a little bit of a communication. In fact, I, I did a, a writing piece that was mostly processing, you know, some of our, the end of our relationship and I did it in a writing group and I did, you know, I just wrote this piece that I didn't think was all that good. It was just processy kind of stuff, but my, I, it turns out I've edited it and I'm going to read it in our, in our salon that we have literary salon that she oh, does online wonderful. and invite, can invite people to come read you know I so but if, i feel like you know a lot one of the conclusions that i came to in the writing is like none of this has anything to do with you it's like i picked you i picked you who was going to poke into all my shit right i picked you i did that right yeah you kind of you did this and that and the other thing but i picked you yeah. <laughs> you know so not that it's just, there's no blame for any at, towards right. anyone but it's right we, anyway so that's that that's that and the I haven't been dreaming so much I think because I am a little anxious before my travels um but I had an image and I was like I could shoot myself for not writing this down because I remembered it and I remembered it for days and now I, I remember one piece of it but not the first piece so I'll say the second part okay and the second part was that somebody was I think paying me money for something and it was like 38 something 38 dollars 38 cents 38 euros <laughs> 38 pounds I don't know whatever it wasn't clear and then somebody came in and said, no, you're supposed to get 48, not 38. And, and those numbers don't really mean anything, but they were so specific. Yeah. Well, I, that's it. Well, maybe it was something like I'm supposed to get a raise or I'm, oh, although I did, oh. I did just raise my prices. So that's not it. Okay. Um, you know, it, um, it, I, mean, I always add up a number, you know, I always practice uh, a little bit of, you know, uh, numerology or know gematria and um so 38 is 11 and that seems like a very holy number to me mystical even uh mm -hmm. but 48 is um 12 and so that feels in a different way like the 12 tribes like i like to think of 
what comes in 12? You know, what comes in the number that I'm thinking about? Dozen. A dozen, a dozen. eggs. Eagles. <laughs> But not a baker's dozen, that's 13. Nobody said 58. <laughs> so um, I, I, yeah, I think that's very interesting. Mm -hmm. Do you have any associations with that? You know, I don't, I wouldn't have even mentioned it because it seems like it's one of those things that doesn't seem like important, but, right? but the fact that I was, rem I kept remembering and I kept thinking, ah, oh, so interesting, 38 and then they were paying me and, Maybe it felt like it was for a massage or something. I'm not sure, but like mm. it was something about what I was charging. I'm charging 38. No, you should, you need to be charging 48. That's totally, the right. Totally. So Don't, that's amazing because to me, if this is my dream, it feels like there's a part of me recognizing my own worth. Mm. And, you know, I don't want to lowball this mm. myself. You know, I want to raise my prices. I'm worth it. You know, I know what I'm doing. I've done it for a long time. I studied. I yeah practice my own spirituality, my own creativity. So I I like that. But the yeah. other the other piece of it, it was almost like there was this image of the num. You know, whatever I was doing for the for the number, like massage, and they were at like 38, 48. and then there was uh, like an image that was like right next to it, kind of. And right? I think had something to do with art oh I just think it had something to oh do with well maybe, maybe value valuing my art my creativity you have an etsy page no here let me give you one more thing <laughs> to clutter. i don't have enough work to do put on etsy i know i'm just kidding but i'm just thinking maybe if i'm selling something i'm gonna you know i should ask 48 dollars for it instead of 38 or something yeah i don't know well, i think I think you're right, you know, about the value, like valuing yeah. value, period, just valuing myself, maybe yes. valuing my art, maybe it's just, you know, because sometimes like the whole thing that happened with this piece that I wrote in this writing group, where I was really just like, blah, 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 like it felt like a, I was journaling, right? Like I wasn't writing a story or a yes. poem, I was just like, you know, just getting it out, some remnants of things from my uh, life. I, I like that. Journaling and you know, to me, that isn't good writing. And okay. it's it's it has a value, but it and so I have a judgment though about that. Like, oh, I didn't write anything good. I almost told her I didn't want to be in the in the salon uh -huh. this time around because I felt like everything I was writing was just journaly processy. And she said, But that's okay. Like yeah. You know, with, with some editing, you know, it can be, it's, it's a process piece, but it can actually, people can relate to it. They can learn something, you know. So that makes me really happy that I'm valuing my writing more and working, doing whatever it is that I'm doing right now is the right thing for me to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. But why it's like, like taking this course and uh, mm -hmm. sharing your process with people and just letting it be imperfect letting it not be the most amazing piece you know letting it not be overwrought you know like sometimes I can write something yes. and, I, and then I like you know edit it to to death kind of you know uh, edit just to make it sound better and to make it sound more yeah. you know, and then it's like it loses me loses my yeah. voice yeah so this is very much my voice and it's it sounds yeah. okay I, I love it I love it and and I love that you're one is uh, the dreamer. I dreamer. I'm valuing 
my contribution. I think it's amazing. Yeah. Thank you. I hope so. I mean, I think it's helping me to learn to do that. I don't know that I'm actually doing that yet, but oh, I'm well, that's my my new um challenge. Yeah, that's my new challenge. Yes, that's the new challenge for sure. Right. So that I keep doing it because otherwise what happens is I quit. I stop because I don't value it or I don't think I'm doing anything meaningful. And then I just jump into another, another, um, another activity. Right. And then that's, I get back in that activity. Like, oh, this isn't that good. Or I should just, yeah. and then I move away. <laughs> so, uh, yes. Welcome to my world. <laughs> and that's part of the ADHD also, you know, but um, cause we get bored easily and we jump around, but also part of it is like the, that, you know, what, I, what value I put on it. And instead of just keeping on, keeping on, and maybe this isn't the best piece, but let's see what happens next and yes. going, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank uh, you for sharing that. That's Yeah. Thanks for helping me make meaning out of something. Because it's so menial. Right. And we do. Like you said earlier, it's active imagination. We're really just kind of making it up. But I'm going to call this podcast what did I just say? The menial meaning of the menial <laughs> making meaning of the menial <laughs> meaning <Stop>. from meniality. <laughs> oh, today, today's my dear deceased dad's what would have been his 81st birthday. Wow, he died at 78. Mm. So I'm thinking of him a lot. Yeah, blessings on his memory. Thank you. Mm. Yeah, may his memory be a blessing. That's memory. such a perfect thing to say. That's such a Jewish thing to say. I love it. I always know someone's Jewish. May his memory be a blessing. <laughs> yeah, but it's I great. It. I mean, it really is. It's a meaningful thing to say, you know, I think. My, my, one of my life, like, like year long helper, home health helper, and really good friend, Donna, who's from Jamaica. Um, so she speaks Padua, you know, mm -hmm. and so they say, whenever she leaves, she says, we say to each other, bless up, bless yeah. up, because that's yeah. the, like, like, part oh. and, and I love that so much. That. <laughs> I love that. That's great. Bless up. Bless up. I miss that about living in New York, you know, where you get people from, like, I lived in a sort of, um, neighborhood that was, yeah, like a particular neighborhood, though, at the time, many years ago, now it's a probably all white now but you know it was very not white at the time it was very yes. very interesting. I mean I was pretty much a minority yes it was like um really good people from I, the islands like ha Haitian islands and just uh and you know Jamaican islands and it was, yes. you know it was a lot of cult that culture there and that that voice you know and that, yeah. that, that like kind of language the patois I thought it was patois but patois what, what did I say patois with the d patois, yeah I think it's yeah, patois yeah, think but patois. anyway that I love that. I love yeah, that. I love it yeah. too. Everything's a little spicier from the food to the language to totally. The it's like juicy. Yeah, I love it. I know it's very white here. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, very middle aged white where I live, which is sort of dull, <laughs> but it, I'm, I'm that too. So, oh well, I just wanted to say I feel like it's very important to be a minority, like a racially a racial minority mm -hmm. at, at a certain point in one's life you know mm -hmm. there's no like delusions of supremacy it's just you know 
be be the one white person and at a black and Puerto Rican barbecue, you know? Like right. I really feel like that's yeah. No, I definitely um, felt like that a little bit when I first moved into that neighborhood. I mean yeah. there were other white people too, but sure. but it was definitely much more mixed. That's nice. It got a little bit, you know, gentrified. Where, where did you live? Oh, it was at Prospect Heights. Prospect Heights. Like right next to Park Slope, you know, right on the other side of Flatbush Avenue, but on, on like the other side of the track, so to speak. Oh. You know what I mean, just like, I used to live like, over, like Park Slope over here, <laughs> crossover Flatbush, and then, you know, and then it was where's, the left. Uh, where's Dum Dumba? What do they call that? That's um, down underneath the Manhattan Bridge overpass. That's what it stands for. Okay. Dumbo. So it's Manhattan Bridge is where the Manhattan Bridge, you know. Awesome. Yeah. So, well, thank you again, Ellen. And I'm really looking forward to hearing about your travels. And please call or text or anything when you're away. I have WhatsApp. You have WhatsApp? Okay, cool. Let's, yeah, that's like that. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So I have a big dream. Maybe we'll do a we'll do a podcast from there. But I don't know that that's, that's good I, or not. You know, yeah. but yeah. Um, no, probably not. I'm not even bringing my computer. So yeah, totally. <laughs> so I want to say to our listeners, bless up and hope the mood in the